Welcome to the Footwear Insight Extra podcast from Formula 4 Media in Great Neck, New York. Formula 4 Media publishes vertical trade magazines, Outdoor Insight, Team Insight, Textile Insight, and Footwear Insight with related digital publications Team Insight Extra twice monthly, Textile Insight Extra once a month, and Footwear Insight Extra on Wednesdays. Now it's time for the latest podcast. We're speaking today with Mr. Terry Shallow, Executive Director of the Running Industry Association for the last four plus years and a former executive with ASICS. The RIA recently was can- had can- canceled its second kick show for key running brands and specialty run retailers in Denver due to the COVID-19 pandemic. Good afternoon, Terry. Thanks Mar- for having me. First, we're here on Marathon Monday in the Boston area without a race. And so I wanted to ask you know, first, uh, you know, how much do you think this COVID-19 crisis is threatening the health of the run retail community today? I think to answer that question, we need to back up a little bit. Uh, six weeks ago, the COVID-19 crisis I felt represented an existential threat to the run specialty community. And even though it's not entirely clear at that time how much of a threat it was in terms of how long stores would have to manage closure or potentially a dramatically reduced level of foot traffic, but as the weeks have gone by and business remains dramatically restricted, I feel that that threat is even more acute than it was six weeks ago. It's enormous. One follow-up. To your knowledge, are there some states where running shops, specialty run shops, are able to be open right now? There are, according to our retail surrogates, it's really kind of hit or miss. Sometimes it goes by community and not necessarily the state and what community restrictions have been put in place. So we do know, however, that according to our survey, that perhaps 85 to 90% of our stores are either closed or are under dramatically restricted business parameters. In other words, they've gone to, you know, curbside delivery or home delivery or econ platforms or what have you. But in terms of foot traffic in the store, it's just non-existent. In the survey that you sent out last month, you know, maybe just topically, what did you learn from it? Well, um, the purpose of the survey was to collect some hard data to validate what we had already suspected from anecdotal feedback we were getting. I can't say there were any really big surprises, but I did have three big takeaways from the survey. The first is that retailers are very not very bullish on April. 73% of the respondents expected to be somewhere between 40 and 100% down compared to 2019. That's just dramatic drop in sales. That said... Most of them remain hopeful that May will bring some small uptick as the virus spread begins to flat. So they are a little bit more bullish on May. The second takeaway that, that I had is that the RV community is really rallying and working hard to retain some level of business. According to our survey, 91% are either using or getting ready or actively trying to set up some sort of e-com platform and they're marketing aggressively within their community. The third takeaway was a little bit disheartening. 31%, so almost one third of our retail community, feels that they can only hold out until the end of May before being forced to close their doors permanently. That's really scary. But keep in mind that this survey was taken before the Paycheck Protection Program was offered. Those stores who felt as though that they were on the verge of having permanent closure will have secured some loans and will be able to hold out a bit longer. It'd be great, Terry. The PPP hopefully will save some of them. Absolutely. What do you think? Have, what do you think are the, the biggest question marks or challenges beyond that's trying to stay open here with, I guess, the finance, their payroll, uh, and their inventory? What, what, what do you think the biggest challenges or question marks they're struggling with here in, in I guess, almost the third week of April now? Well, I think it's the same question that's on everybody's mind. When will business begin to open back up? And what will the landscape of retail look like as our society in general and then the economy attempts to return to some sense of normalcy? There's just so many question marks surrounding that, and it's incredibly difficult to plan when we 
just don't know when the economy will start to open back up. What would you say right now? The retailers, your retail members are asking of your trade group. Are they asking for anything in particular that they're looking for information or such? That's an easy answer. They're looking for support and guidance. Now, for some of these retailers, this, this crisis is deeply personal, particularly those who have had to lay off or furlough staff. So on occasion, the topic of support and guidance translates to simply taking a phone call and being a good listener and offering encouragement. Our macro focus, however, is providing as much information and tools that we can to support the run specialty community. And our platform for that effort is our COVID-19 resource guide. There we've set up a one-stop shop for every piece of useful information that we can find. And the results of our retail survey are there as well as well as our brand resource guide, um, which lets retailers know what brands are doing to support them. We have on the resource guide, we have step-by-step instructions for applying for loan support. And there's several other useful topics. We update the guide constantly, let our members know when they're updated so everyone can stay up to date with the latest results. What effects of the shutdown do you see lasting once the retail doors are open again, whenever that is? You know, on a macro level, I think that expecting sales to take off due to pent-up demand may be a little bit premature. Millions of jobs have been lost, and that is simply going to take time to recover from. Kind of a micro level, when stores are reopened to foot traffic, with the expectation that a viable treatment for the virus remains on the horizon, retailers will really have to rethink how they engage with their store visitors. That means social distancing measures. It may include restricting the number of customers that can come inside the store at any one time, and even resetting store merchandising flow to keep people apart. I think that we will see, you know, a slow recovery. But then during that recovery, retailers are really going to have to rethink how they engage one-on-one with their customers to ensure that everyone remains safe and healthy, again, understanding that there may not be a viable treatment that's readily available. Do you think there are things that vendors and retailers can do right now together to help each other out and work together in a way that would be mutually beneficial? Yeah, well, what we're already seeing, is, and we're thrilled to see this, is the spirit of cooperation and support that's come from the brand community. Supporting econ strategy, example, the willingness to work with retailers on cash flow. These are good ways that are, I mean, fantastic ways that our brands are helping out. Retailers, however, need to understand the pressures that brands face and be willing to work with brands to ensure that brands can get product out of their warehouses and keep that flowing. And and, and again, as much as reasonable considering the circumstance. Do you, and if so, how do you think the specialty running community of vendors and retailers can leverage the effects of this crisis to get more people involved in the activities of running and walking? The one thing that's great about our particularly particular channel of trade is the fact that running and walking are one of the few things that people can do right now. And so to, to be able to leverage this crisis, you know, using every resource we have to promote the benefits of, this, of the activity, running and walking, of course, in a safe way to make sure that people can get out there and know that, that running stores can provide them with the tools that they need to, again, stay active, but stay healthy at the same time. So almost a year ago now, May 2019, the RIA had a very successful first kick show in Denver. And this year, you organization, as I said earlier, was forced to cancel it because of the crisis and move towards a virtual show. Can you offer us some details about the new format, what RIA and the run community hopes to accomplish from it, and are those objectives materially different from what they could have been at a physical show? Well, first, the, the objectives re- will remain the same, is that, yes, the RIA does intend to move to a digital format, but the 
the, the goal will remain the same, is to provide high-level product stories, product presentations made by product managers, and so store buyers and store owners have a stronger and deeper connection to both the brand and the products that they're, um, and the product stories that they're telling. Of course, since it can't be one-on-one, that needs to be reframed in a digital format. But what we're working on, and we'll provide details on this in fairly short order, but what we're working on in essence is one, providing that high-level uh, product story and brand connection, but at the same time, providing tools that allow retailers to review the product online and then also quickly generate orders. So ease of business is one of the primary goals and a value add beyond, beyond simply providing a online format to review product. We want to take it an, to up another level and make it easy for retailers to generate orders and provide the tools to do so. And we'll provide details on that shortly. Terry, a couple of last questions. First, you know, we talked about the struggling retail specialty shop so earlier in this conversation. What advice might you have for that single door operator who's been financially blindsided by the COVID-19 crisis at, for them at this time? Well, obviously they need to to work with every creditor they have to get some sort of debt relief, whether that is reaching out to their their primary vendors to get a uh, uh, extended dating terms, reaching out to their landlord or mortgage holder to put uh, lease payments on hold temporarily if they can, uh, going out and finding money where it is available. The Paycheck Protection Program would be a great example as small business loans. Now we know that that process has been somewhat difficult, and but they they need to keep keep trying and pull out all stops to ensure that financially they can create some potential cash flow or at least get some debt relief. Beyond that, in terms of connecting with their customers, everything they can to keep to keep sales flowing as much as possible. So using one or, or many of the marketing platforms that are available and the e-com platforms that are available to connect with their customers and generate sales um, until they can see their way through this and return to some sense of normalcy. Before we close out the uh, podcast, just a quick question. Do you think we're going to see sometime in 2020 or 2021 a road race or a 5K where the entire field is wearing face masks besides their running shoes and their singlets and their running shorts? Gosh, I hope not. If if they're still having to wear, I just don't see an event happening where it's required to wear face masks. Now, I think people will, to keep themselves safe, safe may voluntarily want to do that. But if everyone's having to wear face masks, participate, I just don't see an event of that nature happening, period. It's we have to, we have to get past this and there has to be viable treatment and potentially a vaccine. So I, I don't mean to come across as pessimistic. I think we all just need to be pragmatic and understand that this is not simply flipping a switch and everything goes back to normal. It will be a slow return to normalcy. And I think that is not a, a, a question of weeks or even a few short months. It extended months and 18, 18 months potentially. It, it's going to take a while. And people need to understand that, that they need to be patient and do what what they can in the interim to uh, support their customers, to to uh, stay healthy and and to protect their businesses and, and primarily their families and themselves. But I just I I don't see events that like that happening quite honestly until we've got a viable treatment for this crisis for the, the uh, virus. Great. I, I don't make light of it. Let's hope not either. Well, listen, I've been speaking with Mr. Terry Shallow, Executive Director of the Running Industry Association (RIA) Trade Group, and you've been listening to the Fuller Insight Podcast from Formula Four Media in Great Neck, New York. Thanks for listening and stay safe. This is Bob McGee.